0: Two, one
1: <laughs> action. Is that your intro? Action. <laughs> um, welcome to the Water Break Podcast. I'm Brittany Woods.
0: And I'm Brant.
1: And it's so great to be here. And I'm grateful that you guys are taking a listen. So this week, I came up with the idea of this topic that I really wanted to talk about. And it's a topic that me and Brant have you know over the last several years had conversations about and it is just so such good information to know um, to help you with your goal setting and completing you know any kind of change you want in your life or decisions or goals that you want in your life just having this knowledge can help you um, achieve those goals and get a little closer to that end goal. Cool. So um, this information I've learned over several podcasts, um, Google, and lots of articles that um, I've researched on the internet. And I they have a lot of similar um, pathways um, that really just narrow down to this information.
0: That's the best way to figure something out, right? You, you take several different sources and you kind of figure out what they all agree on and then you go, okay, this yeah,
1: is, you're like, maybe they're onto something. This
0: is definitely something because it keeps coming up, right? There's, there's those little details that they kind of change or whatever the brain... Yeah,
1: so what I wanted to talk about was um, a little bit of how your brain works. So you kind of have two different parts of your brain. There's the prefrontal cortex, and then there's the... A lot of people refer it to as the primitive brain. And okay. so we'll start with the prefrontal cortex... That piece of your brain is where a lot of goals are formed. Um, It's like the most evolved part of your brain. It's like the part of your brain where you can think into the future and come up with ideas and planning. If you are planning to go on a trip, that's where it kind of comes from. If you're planning um, to run a 5K, that's kind of where it's coming from. Um, it takes into a lot of consideration of different things. Um, it's where your dreams kind of evolve from.
0: I've heard that the prefrontal cortex, the way ours works is what makes us human. Like that's, that's what separates us from other animals is how that's where all of our processing power and, you know, communication, everything comes from. Like ours is so developed. That's, that's what makes us human. That's what makes you above any other animal.
1: It's like the smart part of your brain. Mm -hmm. that can actually um, make decisions ahead of time or make decisions that kind of... Consider all the different options and then make a choice. Yes. If that makes sense. And then there's this other part of your brain. Um, a lot of people refer it to as the animal brain or the primitive brain. The lizard brain. The lizard brain. Yes. Um, the primitive brain is kind of this piece where it's really good at efficiency. It can make choices really fast based off of your past and your history. So if, for instance, you brush your teeth every single night before you go to bed. That's one of the processing um, pieces that your primitive brain has. So it knows that, um, you know, habits that you have that are easy for you because, because you've done it for so long, it automatically knows that you do that. So did you want to say well, something? Well, and the, yeah,
0: the the primitive brain what I, the way I always put it is basically like, it's your survival mechanism. Like it's what keeps you alive. Like it takes care of the base needs or tells you what your body wants. Like that's, that's what the base part of it is. Your hunger, your desires, your, everything's for survival Mm -hmm. is out of that primitive brain. At least where that's where it starts is in there.
1: Yeah. That's exactly where I wanted to kind of go with it because your primitive brain, it likes to take control When something like a decision comes up or there's a circumstance that comes up that might risk your safety or it's kind of like the fight or flight, like when something urgent is coming up or something stressful or anything that is kind of in a hurry, that brain kind of takes over and says, "Okay, I'm going to make these decisions for you really quick so that I can keep you safe and comfortable.
0: Nothing we say today about the primitive brain is a negative Or at least it doesn't start as a negative. It's what's kept us alive all these centuries and millennia and stuff is this primitive brain keeps us alive. Yeah. But I think we're going to talk about a little bit how it can be to your detriment now in the modern world. Like that's kind of where the shift is, right? Um, But anything we say about this, it's just your body trying to keep you alive. That's what that is doing as we go into that today.
1: Yeah, as we talk about the brain, it's really just understanding what our natural brain is used for and how it was made basically. So we can understand it and then um, we can apply it to our lives so that when things come up, we can be like, oh, (laughs) it's just my brain, it's okay. My brain just wants to be comfortable and it wants to be safe and it wants to protect me and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So,
0: but there's a war, but we're going to talk about the, basically the war between the prefrontal cortex, which is that, um, instinctual part versus the animal primitive part. That's kind of what today's is about, right?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, we can go into that Let's right now. Um, so the primitive brain it is super good. So some of the things that it's good at is if a uh, angry bear is chasing you in the mountains, your automatic response is to run right? Or when you're in, uh, you're driving and somebody pulls out in front of you and you automatically slam on the brakes. There's no time, no time to
0: think you need to act in the moment, self-preservation.
1: Correct. And you're like, yes, thank you brain for doing that. Yes. You know, um, some of the things that we, at least I get super frustrated with when my primitive brain kicks in is when, for instance, when I get really stressed out, my primitive brain automatically says, hey, there's some chocolate chips in the pantry. That'll make you feel good.
0: Yes, that is the primitive brain telling you you should eat and chill out.
1: Yeah, but why does it do, do that?
0: Comfort you. Try to st- it's, well, I think we, you, you said this to me the other day is that the primitive brain tries to avoid pain. Because mm-hmm. pain and stress are...
1: Isn't safe. It's not safe.
0: Mm-hmm. And that could lead to more danger if you don't, you know, attend to that. So even mental stress, it will say, you know what? No, we need to give you something to chill you out. And we're all pretty used to the sugar mm-hmm. at this point.
1: Yeah, it's almost like stress um, kind of triggers this response in our brain. Like uh, something's wrong. This is really bad. Like we need to change. So our primitive brain has like, I'm sure has like all these processes that are like, okay, when she feels stress, we're going to eat. When she feels stress, we're going to do make her do something or have so much desire for eating or shopping or whatever the thing is to make her feel better because we don't want to feel stressed. We want to be happy. We want to feel good. Well,
0: and it will default to whatever thing that you most likely will go to. Like if you've always done yoga to chill out, that's mm-hmm. like a positive one. It will tell you to go do yoga. But if you've eaten half a pint of ice cream every time, it's going <laughs> to keep telling you do that.
1: Yeah. Because it has a good, it ha- has all those, um, those hormones. What, what is it called?
0: The chemicals in your brain either way.
1: Yeah. The dopamine. Hit. Yes, yes. Yeah. You're getting a really good dopamine hit and your body's like, Ooh, let's get a dopamine hit. And she'll be so happy that we decided to eat that half a pint of ice cream. I
0: think that's why everyone, when they hear about, you know, meditation or different ways to relax and stuff, there's always that like People initially are like, yeah, I need to make a goal, start meditating every day. Like they know that the way to do that more often is to make it like a, a habit of it, to do it for a while, to actually have it kick in so that when it's so hard when you get stressed or when, you know, hard times come to do the right thing, but you only are going to do it if you've been you're practicing in good times. Yes. You're
1: creating, um, another thing that I learned that's super important about the brain is your brain has neural pathways. So if you, um, like you were saying, you're trying to develop that habit so that it's automatic. So it's like, um, like for instance, yoga. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted to have yoga be something like a habit, then you have to create that neural pathway of, okay, at this time every day I'm doing yoga because it makes me feel good and I'm happy about it. And you kind of have that like positive response every time you do yoga. And then your brain gets that like soft dopamine hit of being safe and happy.
0: That part of your brain, the primitive brain, it is very vital, your survival, but it is like a toddler. It is is like a kid Uh who just wants what, he wants the pizza and the ice cream every night 'Cause mm-hmm. that would be awesome for you. it tastes taste good, it'd make you feel good. Yeah. Um, but you have to you have to teach it. You have yes. to say, Now when I get stressed out, I do this thing or now I want this to be my go to response for whatever. Right.
1: Yeah. Just I'm gonna bring this up. I hope you're okay with it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just reminds me of um when you're saying you're wanting to get up super early in the morning, right? So you can get a bunch of stuff done.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: like your toddler brain in the morning is like screaming and crying and throwing a flip and fit, fit yes. because it doesn't want to get up.
0: No, it's, it's painful. Like,
1: this is uncomfortable and painful. Like you really don't want to get up. And then you start having all these thoughts run in your head of why you shouldn't get up. And your body is just like protecting you so hard, like coming up with all these thoughts over and over and over so hard. To get you to go back to sleep because it just wants you to be safe and comfortable
0: well let's use that example i there's another tricky part to the primitive brain that it is very charismatic and very sly about what it does like even though it's a kid i don't know if it's it's flashing its puppy eyes or whatever but like (laughs) this morning i got up early because i knew i would get stuff done if i get up early i get stuff done i get what's on my list done and i'm happy about it if i sleep in even till just like eight a normal time I won't get half the stuff I was going to get done. Mm-hmm. Just because if I get up that I'm motivated, I already made a good decision and I keep making those good decisions all the way through. It's so good about saying stuff like, in your head, you know, when I'm standing there looking at the bed, having gotten up, I hear in my head, you know, that whole, oh man, you're so tired. You've got, you, you're you going to get plenty of stuff done today. There's a whole day ahead of you. Go back to sleep for another hour.
1: My favorite You deserve this. I
0: think we all hear that. I (laughs) think that our brain is so good at saying we deserve this. It's that whole like when your brother or sister hit you and then in your brain says you deserve to hit him back. Mm -hmm. Like it's that idea It's the
1: automatic exp- response of no. They they need to have that same feeling or
0: literally. I got up at five thirty and my brain was like, just go to just go back to reset it for six thirty. I think I reset it for six thirty and then went to the bathroom and was like, no, I'll just stay up. Mm-hmm. If I reset for six thirty, there's a really good chance I would have set it for seven thirty or turned it off at that point and be like, I'll get up when I get up.
1: And one thing I want to point out too about our toddler brain as you're calling it which is so good yes you think of toddlers and they just have a one-track mind like the study where they had the marshmallow in front of the kid and yes. if they waited five minutes or something they could have two or whatever it was, it was. like
0: tw- it was like 15 or 20 okay but most kids yeah that we studied this in psychology a lot like whatever kid could actually sit there and even if they put it in their mouth and put it back down or whatever else, as long as they didn't eat it, they would get another one at the end. And, yeah, but the kids that did wait, that like postponed the pleasure to, to get a bigger reward, they did like a longitudinal study where they hit them tw- 10, 20 years later. They were much better off, like way better off financially, social like social status wise they were better and it was like it was interesting that it was prominent and showing itself that young in those individuals yeah and that doesn't mean it's too late for any of those kids to learn to postpone it but it was more like at this point
1: because we were made our brains were made to have the instant uh, gratification
0: because you don't yeah uh, again primitive brain it wants to keep you alive it's saying to you i don't know when The opportunity for this is going to happen again. Mm -hmm. So we should eat it before it. It's kind of like living, I'm sure, with when you have six or seven uh, siblings, you end up just taking what's yours because there might not be enough of you if you don't do that. So,
1: yeah. So, going back to what I was going to say about um, the taller brain, um, that part of your brain cannot see into the future, it can't take into consideration anything else. Like when you're trying to, for instance, um, say you wanted to start jogging in the morning. Well, I mean, it can be anything, anything that you want to set a goal for. Say you're planning, okay, I'm going to jog three times a week, say, and you plan it for Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and you do it Monday. Of course you always do it the first day. Wednesday, you're like, it's really hard to get up, but you're going to do it. And then by Friday, your primitive brain starts kicking in because it's like, hey, like, and th- it always happens the morning of, like mm-hmm. right before. So expect your primitive brain to kick in right before you're about to do the good thing.
0: It sounds great. No, I, it happens all the time when I try to intermittent fast. And I go, okay, today I'm not going to eat. It's all good until dinner time when I'm supposed to, when I usually eat. And mm-hmm. then it's like oh my gosh, did you know how starving you are? Like it just pops up. It will wait till the last second to get you. Yeah. It tries to sneak up on you.
1: Yes. Yeah. And it's, it's so strong and so forceful. And all it is, is thoughts coming into your head. And a lot of times we get angry at ourselves just for the thoughts coming, because for some reason we take it personal, Like when we come up with these thoughts, we're like, that's me as a person. Like my primitive brain is me, but it's really just your brain trying to protect yourself.
0: It's just trying to make connections. It's just trying to take different information and stimuli and put them together and make connections for you. So you should never beat yourself up for your thoughts. Now, if your thoughts Mm -hmm. are always super dark or always super whatever, and it freaks you out maybe it's the stimuli you're taking in but every once in a while if there's a random thought or random you could call it temptation or you could say basically a thought not to do what you want to do don't beat yourself up for it your brain's just trying to look at all the options and make a good decision might be the primitive brain might be your prefrontal cortex but that's kind of the hard part you don't always know which side it is or whatever Um, but it's just trying to lay out all the options and like tell you hey these are available for you. Even if you, you know which one you're supposed to do, it always is going to lay out the options for you.
1: Yeah. And so one way you can look at it. So your a brain is super efficient. It's good in the fact that it's efficient and it makes choices super fast for you. It works really fast. Um, and then your prefrontal cortex is like the part of your brain that really does take into consideration everything that you're thinking about. It takes longer to process. So if you're trying to decide on something last minute, expect that your primitive brain is going to kick in. Um, If you are planning something for the next week, or the next month, or the next year, you are giving your uh, prefrontal cortex time to consider all the options.
0: So talk to me about how this plays into, you You have a life coach and you're um, working on your your habits with eating your relationship with food. Tell me how this information has changed what you're doing. Like, how does this, how does this information affect-
1: Like, how does it help me?
0: Yeah, like, how are you using it? Because I know you are. I'm trying to steer you that way. So, so like, how are you using it?
1: Yeah, so I'm going to go a little deep here because um, this plays a little bit into, again, it's pretty much focusing on our brains still. For me in life coaching, the biggest thing that it focuses on is our thoughts and our emotions and how those pieces create your end result, basically. Okay. Okay. So like what I was talking about before, um, our brain generates thoughts and our prefrontal cortex can generate thoughts and our primitive brain can generate thoughts. Um, the reason I feel like that our primitive brain is so strong is because it's faster than our prefrontal cortex planning ahead of time is like literally vital and it causes you to use your prefrontal cortex.
0: And you're planning the night before you're planning the meals one day. You're not planning like the week before what you're going to eat. It's
1: 24 hours ahead of time. Okay. And the reason why this helps me is when I have written down exactly what I'm going to eat the day before, I was in a space where there was no rushing, there was no pressure, there was no temptations. I'm in a safe place on my bed writing down what I want my future self to be. So at this point when I'm planning, I'm thinking about, I want to reach my goals. I want to be this weight. I wa- I don't want to be addicted to sugar anymore. Like those thoughts are coming into my head while I'm planning, and so when I the next day in the present when I'm looking back at those foods, I'm like, okay, I actually planned those things for my future self. Meaning, I was in a good headspace. I knew what my goals were, and I was happy, and. My future self wanted me to know that this is the food that is going to get you to your end goal.
0: Well, we were also talking about speed of the brain. You're talking about it's like giving your front prefrontal cortex enough time to make the decision Mm -hmm. because in the moment, it's not fast enough.
1: Yeah. It's just like when you go to the grocery store. If you and you're starving. Yeah. And you buy the worst things because everything looks good. And I've you just totally want to buy that everything. Happen.
0: Yeah. I've seen you do that a couple times where you came back and there's all these goodies. I'm like, she went hungry. <laughs> it's, t- it's so funny.
1: <laughs> and then I'm like, don't judge me. No, don't judge me. don't know how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But that's so, the yeah. thing is,
0: you're giving your brain time. That frontal part that's smarter. You're giving it time by telling it not only. This is not not only asking it, what do you want me to have tomorrow, which is about you writing it down, mm-hmm. but it's also giving it time to be in charge for the next day. You need to be in charge. You need to do what I said. Mm-hmm. And that and the, gives the, the back part of your brain, the animal part of your brain time to go, okay, they already chose.
1: And it's also creating, like we were talking about before, a neural pathway of every time, you know, like a habit of planning your food and keeping those promises that you made the day before. Yes. And so it's teaching your brain, this is good. This is good. I'm happy with this. I want this. This is a good thing. Instead of reverting back to your usual ways and,
0: Well, also that makes it where you trust yourself more Mm -hmm. and you're keeping your promise to yourself. Like you're making that a habit of keeping your promises to yourself. Yes. Which is, I'm sure, huge uh, emotionally. Yeah, it
1: creates a lot of trust with, Again, I am so obsessed with this idea of connecting your present self, your future self, and your past self. I just love the idea of your future self is counting on you. It is. To follow through with those meals. I just love that idea. It's just like, it's like somebody's counting on you. And that future self is like, yeah, you can reach those goals. And we already planned the day before, so already know that you can follow through. It's like yes. there's somebody rooting for you in the future because your future per- self is that goal weight, is happy, is not addicted to sugar or is running or, you know, writing in their journal or whatever it is. You know? I, I
0: think that that's a huge thing that I hear a lot and people don't understand how it works is that you have to be able to visualize yourself achieving that thing. If you really don't believe you, there's any way you can do it, mm-hmm. you won't. Like that, that's not some cheesy line. If you can't visualize it, then you won't believe long enough to make it happen. Whatever this goal is, you have to believe that you can.
1: You actually have to have thoughts in your brain that say that you believe it or you know that it's going to happen because a lot of times people will say, um, I struggle with this thing, um. I have a hard time doing this. I, you know, they have these thoughts in their head that are going over this saying, you can't do this or you have a hard time doing it. And it's like, if you just switch those thoughts around and say, "Um, I'm still trying or I'm doing this or just thoughts that promote your brain to continue generating thoughts that believe this goal or this thought that you want to achieve, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of just constantly saying in your head that you struggle with this, because if you keep telling yourself that you struggle with it, you're going to struggle with it.
0: I think every person can think of someone who used something, someone in their life, not them, but somebody else used something as a crutch. And you knew personally that that person could get over it. Like that person did not need to be plagued by that thing, but they just believed it. It, you have to basically believe that there's a better part of you out there. Like there's a better version of you. If not, then you're just who you are and you're never going to change. You have to believe that there is more to go.
1: Yeah. Um, so just to wrap up, this information about your brain, about your primitive brain and your prefrontal cortex is super important to understand, to help you make decisions in your life, to help you achieve those goals and not be so hard on yourself. Because a lot of times we think that when our primitive brain is active and it's running and generating all those thoughts that aren't aligned with your goals, that is normal, okay? And we shouldn't feel down on ourselves just because we have thoughts that our brain is creating to make us feel comfortable and to make us feel safe. That's okay. That's what our brains were trained for. What we need to do is create time and space for our prefrontal cortex to have some time and to create goals and to follow through with them and to be planning the night before and remembering, okay, this is what I want for myself. This is what my future self looks like. And these are the steps that I'm going to take every single day to get to that point. I'm going to write down what I want to do, And I'm going to follow through so that I can create a trust and bond with my future self so that we can be connected and that we can keep going down the same path to achieve our goals.
0: What I'm hearing out of this then is that it's okay to live in the moment here and there, but if you continually forever live in the moment, it will destroy you or keep you from whatever it is that you want to do. Most likely, like if you're just constantly making every choice, just right at the moment, yeah. It's going to wear you out and it's not going to let you achieve what you want. You got to make some decisions ahead of time here.
1: Yes. You, a lot of times people get frustrated because their primitive brain is being used all the time because it, you know, you have the instant gratification all the time. That's what our world is revolved around. And we think that it's normal and that it's okay. And it's okay to just binge Netflix all day and eat all the sweets and, you know, be lazy all the time. And it's like, that's just our brain protecting us but what are your true goals what do you truly want to be in this life and how can you work with your brain to get there
0: and and we're not and we're not saying that you're a terrible person or you're not as good or whatever if you do that from time to time everybody does but it's if you live off of that if you if you just that's how it rolls you know if you if you always are binge watching if you're always doing the thing it's going to lead you to be unhappy
1: if there's one thing that you know, you can try this week. Just write down one little thing before you go to sleep tonight that you want to accomplish tomorrow. That's what, do it.
0: That's why they say make an appointment with yourself for whatever thing yeah. you need. And that's why people say that is because it's choosing with your smart brain. But yeah, make yeah. an appointment, make yeah. it, schedule it.
1: Yep. So just find one thing that you want to get done tomorrow. It's just like making a list, but just do one thing. It doesn't have to be crazy. Just do one thing and do it for seven days. And once you've hit seven days, you do 14 days. And it would be great. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much.
0: All right. Bye.
1: Bye.